The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the free version of the EDM podcast number 125. This week we go over some news and charts as always, and we induct Faithless's song Insomnia into our EDM Hall of Fame. couple pieces of podcast business to get out of the way before we begin. The first is that I am doing both free and paid subscription podcasts. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to me on right now, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, CastBox, whichever, I will still be doing the daily Music History Today podcast where I'll still go over the music history and birthdays for that particular date. Those podcasts will still be every day for the entire year and for years to come. I will also still be doing the weekly edition and the EDM podcast for free. However, the free versions, like the one you're listening to me on right now, will only have the news, the charts, and the Hall of Fame segments. I'll explain why in about 30 seconds or so. There will also be a free Friday podcast that I will post every Friday, which will be a podcast highlight show where I take some segments from the past week's podcast along with giving you a preview of some upcoming podcasts. Now for the paid part. I now have OnlyFans and Patreon paid subscription pages. On the Patreon page, I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, which will both have the news, the charts, the Hall of Fame, the music reviews, the topic segments, in other words, the usual podcasts that you were getting before for free. I will also be adding a minimum of four extra podcasts per month on this particular tier, being Tier 1. Those podcasts on this tier will be the Top Albums Podcast, the Top Singles Podcast, and the Top Dance Songs Podcast, with each of those podcasts dropping one episode per month. 
The Music Halls of Fame podcast, which used to be free and weekly, will now be moving to this tier and will be a monthly podcast. Tier 1 will cost $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added for that tier. It depends on the month, just to even things out. But those four podcasts that I just mentioned are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday. One of those podcasts, of course, being the daily one. For Tier 2 you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition and the EDM podcast, along with all of the other paid podcasts from Tier 1, along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month for this tier only. Tier 2 is $10 per month, and it will actually be 5 podcast per month. The additional podcasts on this tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I am also adding another monthly podcast to this tier called the Music's WTF Moments podcast, where I look at some of the controversial, sad, and strange moments in music history. Each of those four podcasts will drop one episode per month. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will no longer be part of the free lineup. It will be a paid podcast on this particular tier, but it will still be a weekly podcast. Much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those five podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. That's a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday most weeks, and that tier, again, is $10 per month. As far as the OnlyFans page goes, that is a $10 per month subscription, which will have all of the podcasts that I just mentioned because it is fashioned after the Tier 2 podcasts. So, if you have enjoyed my podcasts or you find value in the time and effort that I put into making them, then I hope that you will consider joining my Patreon or OnlyFans pages. I will post the links to all of that in the show notes. Music for this podcast was performed by songwriter and producer Hey Joe C. Click the links in my show notes for more information about her and her career. Now, on to the news. New York City will be reopening large concert venues starting this week, with restrictions, of course. The venues include Madison Square Garden and the Barclays Center. Masks will have to be worn. Fans will have to show that they had a negative COVID test within the past three days of showing up at those venues. And capacity will only be at 10%, at least through the end of March. Meanwhile, the Dutch government announced that festivals will be allowed starting in July. Nudes Radio in Bristol, England will soon be offering a membership fee. 
The Ableton Live 11 music software will be released on February 23rd. A memorial site will be is being planned in Stockholm, Sweden to basically celebrate the life and career of Avicii. Hopefully a small museum will go along with that. The UK government debated the visa-free travel proposal for musicians and other artists this past week. A conservative minister for digital and culture in the Department of Digital Culture and Media, Caroline Diniage, said that, quote, the UK pushed for ambitious arrangements, end quote, and then said, quote, quite simply, the EU rejected this and there was no counteroffer, end quote. I guess that would explain why they suddenly decided to quadruple the visa fees. Then, after saying that the EU proposals were part of a package deal for visa-free travel for all EU members across a wide range of industries, Diniage said that, quote, it is simply not consistent with the manifesto commitment to take back control of our borders, and it wasn't consistent with the idea of Brexit that the majority of people in this country voted for, end quote. How very Donald Trumpish of you. All of this, as you would figure, went over in the music industry, well, let's just say not well. As the UK government seemed to be saying that putting drastic increases on bands wanting to tour Europe was their way of actually keeping illegal immigration down. Which, no, it's not an immigration issue. It's a culture issue. UK music brings in far more money into the UK economy than a lot of under other industries that the Tories fought for during Brexit negotiations, such as, say, fishing, which they really fought for. In the meantime, Featured Artist Coalition CEO David Martin released a statement that read, in part, quote, are you really at the point of claiming that a functioning and thriving music industry in the UK is at odds with leaving the EU? If so, that is a staggering admission. Artists, songwriters, producers, managers, musicians, crew, festivals, venues, promoters, labels in the UK, plus countless others employed and engaged across our industry are simply not going to lie down on this issue. Government would be sensible to recognize that this matter will not go away and that we will not be quiet. Beyond the enormous financial contributions of our industry, which, just to bring it back to fishing, actually is 12 times more added to the UK economy than fishing ever was. Quote, our status, global recognition, and well-being are reliant on the UK's music industry and the social value that it is responsible for is immeasurable. It is ingrained in our DNA. Martin also said that the industry would continue to, quote, engage with the government to find short-term solutions to the myriad of problems caused by the UK's current regulatory position, and then saying that it is, not enough to simply say the door is open for the, UK, for the EU to return to the negotiating table. 
The UK government must be proactive in engaging European counterparts both at EU and individual member state levels. The current levels of frustration seen across the industry and in the public will only grow if the government remains passive and does not actively pursue credible or realistic solutions, end quote. To add something to all of this, this will probably not affect big major label artists. Who this is going to affect, unfortunately, are mid-level to smaller artists who want to tour Europe in order to expand their career. If it wasn't for that, then you would never have had bands like U2, which started out as an EU band, or virtually any other band, because they made their name internationally. Hell, the Beatles made their name internationally when they went and played in Germany before they became huge. The EU government, or not the EU government, the UK government, is using illegal immigration as an excuse to stop musicians from pursuing their crafts overseas. Think about that. Yet another reason why the UK is destined for a downfall soon, unfortunately. And I love England. Absolutely love England. But really, you all need a better government. Really do. Ricky Martin is lending his star power to help get a memorial and museum built for the 49 Pulse nightclub shooting victims. The mass shooting took place in Orlando, Florida at the Pulse nightclub in a hate crime against gay people in 2016. The group Massive Attack have sold their catalog to Round Hill Music. Monster Cat, in the meantime, bought Silk Music. 24 years after it closed, Felix Dickinson, Dickinson I should say, and Tony Lee are bringing back the record label Ugly Music. Back last October, you may remember I told you about RNS Records A&R rep Raj Chadhuri quitting the label, citing what he called label co-founder Renat Vanda Papelier's continued stance against Black Lives Matter, diversity, and charity initiatives. Raj pointed out recent racial comments made about one of RNS's black artists by Renat, including using the phrase, quote, pure breed black artist, end quote. Raj also said that he couldn't work at a label that, quote, doesn't support black and women artists sufficiently, end quote. Last week, Raj sued the label for racial discrimination and unlawful dismissal. I'm not quite sure how the unlawful dismissal part works since he just claimed that he couldn't work at a label that doesn't support. You know what? Never mind. I'll just let the courts figure that one out. That could be interesting. The Prodigy announced that they are putting out a documentary on the band, which I, for one, cannot wait for. DJ producer Jeff Mills announced that he is putting out a quarterly digital magazine to be distributed by Axis Records that he says will be focused on inspiring creativity. Also another project I can't wait for. SoundCloud is going to let artists get paid by the fans directly, much like OnlyFans and Patreon does, which is really good news. 
And let's end on some really good news. Joseph Capriati has been released from the hospital. He was actually stabbed by his father during an argument last month, so it is good to see him up and about and, more importantly, out of the hospital. Hope he gets well very soon. Back in 2003, a Dance Music Hall of Fame was formed. It was started by John Parker of Robbins Entertainment. He enlisted the help of a few other industry vets, and they held an annual dinner in New York City. They split the hall into artists, records, producers, DJs, remixers, and non-performers. They started off okay with a bunch of disco artists, but the hall only lasted for two years before they stopped inducting people. Well, yours truly is bringing it back. Sort of. I've started my own Dance Music Hall of Fame, only I'm expanding the idea. This hall will be the EDM Hall of Fame. My criteria will be any inductee who's been in the business for at least 10 years. That will allow a lot of the EDM artists and DJs in. I'm also going to keep the same categories, but I'm going to also add early influencers to go along with it. The early influencers is where I'll put the disco, funk, and R&B songs and artists because I want to make this haul heavy on dance music in general not strictly 20th century dance music because, well, this is an EDM podcast after all. Some weeks I will induct one artist. Some weeks I may do five or ten. Who knows? This is, after all, my Hall of Fame, not an official one, so my opinion is strictly mine. It would be nice, though, if someone actually did an official dance music Hall of Fame. Eventually. As we've branched out our Hall of Fame, we've inducted more than the obvious aspects of EDM, otherwise known as DJs, remixers, and producers. We've also inducted record labels, technology, and songs into the Hall. The criteria for putting in either a song or album is that it has to have been released 10 years ago, minimum. That's going to leave most of your favorite songs out, at least for now. Also, the song has to continue to be played in DJ sets or be put in remixes or get sampled, get played on the radio or in sports stadiums to this day. In other words, it has to have endured throughout the years. For instance, Darude's Sandstorm gets played at sporting events to get the crowd pumped up. Plus, gamers now play it on their live streams, and it still shows up in stadium festival sets. That is the sign of a classic dance song, that it's still getting played by a whole new generation, and it is just 
as loved. The group Faithless started in 1995. They originally started out as five members, with Jamie Cato leaving in 1999 and Aubrey Nunn leaving in 2006. The main faces of the group until 2011, when they broke up the first time, were Sister Bliss and Maxi Jazz, with Rolo doing production, along with playing keyboards and other instruments, along with sometimes writing. When the group got back together, it became just Sister Bliss and Rolo as Maxi Jazz went off to do his own thing. But he still bounces in and out on occasions. Faithless have put out seven studio albums. Of those, five hit the UK Top 10, with two hitting the Top 10 on the US dance charts. They've released six remix albums, with Faithless 2.0 hitting number one in the UK. They've also released 28 singles, with eight of them hitting the top 10 on the U.S. dance charts, and with four of those eight hitting number one on the U.S. dance charts. Faithless have been influential in trip-hop, house, and trance for over 25 years now. The song that we're putting into our Hall of Fame has the tagline, I can't get no sleep. Insomnia was written by Maxi Jazz, Sister Bliss, and Rolo and recorded in London in 1995. According to Maxi, it was Rolo who gave him the song title. According to Sister Bliss, though, she was the one who came up with the title to describe her life at the time of recording during the day and DJing at night. It's probably a combination of Sister Bliss giving it to Rolo and then Rolo giving it to Maxi Jazz. Maxi worked on the lyrics for about 20 minutes, then went into the studio the next day, finished them, and recorded the lyrics in 25 minutes. You know, sometimes creativity comes at you fast. Even though people think that the lyrics are about club goers who took way too many drugs and couldn't sleep afterwards, Maxi actually used his experience with having a dental abscess, which was way too painful for him to sleep with. The music was recorded in Rolo's Garden Shed, which had been converted at the time into a recording studio. The bass line was influenced by the band Lion Rock, while the synthesizer dance portion of the song kicking in at the end was influenced by the tension that the group Underworld used to build up in their songs. The original album version of Insomnia was released on November 27, 1995. It was nine minutes long and was considered too explicit to be played on radio stations. They released another version of the song on October 14, 1996, called The Monster Mix, and that is the version that gets played in the clubs a lot. Insomnia was a huge club hit, as a matter of fact, going top 10 in 16 different countries and going number one in seven of them. It was one of the biggest hits of 1996 in eight different countries and is one of the biggest hits of 1997 in four different countries. Even a 2005 re-release of Insomnia became one of that year's biggest hits in both Greece and Ireland, along with being the 28th biggest single of 2006 in Greece.
I can't get no sleep. Faithless's classic dance track, Insomnia, inducted into our EDM Hall of Fame. to go over the charts and let's start as always with billboard magazine top dance song is travis scott and hvme with goosebumps that also happens to be the top dance streaming song for yet another week the top album is lady gaga's chromatica however dua lipa does have a new album out that may i say may finally take Lady Gaga off of her throne within a week or two. Maybe. We'll see. Top Dance uh, Digital Sales Song is still, for another week, Tiesto's The Business. Tate McRae's You Broke Me First is the Top Dance Mix Show Airplay Song. And until further notice, Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020 is the Top Dance Club Song until they start up the Club Dance Song listings again hopefully later this year we shall see on to apple top dance album is the same one as last week black coffee subconsciously top dance single is dua lipa's that kind of woman on the apple electronics charts the top album is marconi union with weightless ambient transmission volume two and the top electronic single is Hippie Sabotage's Devil Eyes for yet another week. On the Beatport charts, Clooney's Sun Goes Down Extended Mix is the top overall song for another week. Top 140 deep dubstep grime song is DJ Mad with Soldiers Original Mix. Top Afro House is Ian Ludwig and Dark Side Vinyl with L. Extended Mix. Top bass club song is Kevin Knapp and Audio Jack with Under Your Skin Original Mix. Top big room is Joel Fletcher and Savage with Tromba Extended Mix. Top breaks breakbeat UK bass is Digital Bass and Andy Vibes Strictly Deep Original Mix. Top dance electro pop is Miles Metric with The Creeps Original Mix. Top Deep House for another week is Groove with Cloud Extended Mix. Top DJ Tools is DJ May's 90s Classic Acapella Original Mix. Top Drum and Bass is Jam Thieves with Dexter Original Mix. Top Dubstep is Barely Alive and Virtual Riot with Basement Dwellers VIP Original Mix. Top Classic Detroit Modern Electro is Aloka's Concave Original Mix for another week. Top Electro House is Yolanda Be Cool and D-Cup with We No Speak Americano, 10th Anniversary Edition. Top Electronica is Sasha and Frankie Waz Haunted Original Mix for another week. Top Funky Groove Jack and House is Mark Russo and Block and Crown with The Jam is Stompin' 
original mix. Top Future House is O Toro and Blue Claire. With Beat Like This extended mix. Top Hard Dance Hardcore is Technicore and Summa J with If Ever, the Technicore extended remix. Top Hard Techno is Alignment Orderly Chaos original mix. Top House for another week is Vintage Culture Louis Vega, the Martinez Brothers, and Mark E. Bassey with Let It Go Vintage Culture Extended Remix. Top Indie Dance is Gaidakova and Goom Gum with Freedom Original Mix. Top Melodic House and Techno is Miles Metric again with Warrior Original Mix. He has two on this week's chart. Congratulations. That is not an easy thing to pull off. Top minimal deep tech is Lou Raz with Intuit Original Mix. Top new disco disco is yet for another week Disco Junkie with I Like to Party, the original mix. Top organic house and down tempo is Is Vesky and Full Tone, Orange Gardens, original mix. And that is yet for another week. Also for another week in Progressive House, the top song is Crider and York's On the Beach Extended Remix. Top Psytrance has changed. It is Captain Hook and Loud with 5 billion stars, the Captain Hook Remix. Top Tech House is Clooney, Sun Goes Down Extended Mix, the top overall song. Top Peak Time Driving Techno is Space 92's Atlas Original Mix. Top raw, deep, hypnotic techno for yet another week is Radio Slaves Variations Volume 1, or Version 1, since it's V1, Original Mix. Top trance is Steve Allen and Trance Classics with Adagio for Strings 2021 Extended Mix. Top trap, hip-hop, and R&B is Le Isner with Bloom. Original mix. Top UK garage and baseline is for another week. Sosa UK with your love extended mix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 125. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, Writing, narration, catering, basically everything is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc. Look for them all under Music History Today when you search for us there. If you would like to support this podcast, our paid OnlyFans can be found at OnlyFans.com backslash Music History Today, and our Patreon can be found at Patreon.com backslash Music History Today. We are also on Twitter at Music History Day, and you can find us on YouTube and Spotify just search for us under Music History Today. Thanks for listening. Music History Today.